Welcome into another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. And, you know, Bubba, I'm excited about this episode because you and I, of course, have been huge fans of our guest today. For as, If you're a fan of, of American football, uh, this is one of the greatest to ever suit up and play. And and uh, you, we were just talking before we got started. Uh, he's been on the show before in the past, but that's that's been a few years past. And I'm looking now, as we're about to bring him in, when we do, I've been seeing him sit down. You know, behind uh, you know the microphone, and I'm looking at you and me, and I'm looking at him. Yeah, and we he, know Herschel's yeah, a couple yeah, of years older than us. He, he is, but he's but, aging a lot better than we are. Yeah, yeah. I, so much better. So uh, our guest today, and we're going to talk to him here momentarily, is Herschel Walker. But I, I do want to point you to this on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Tommy John ha- has put together. Uh, a line, and then Bubba, you know, we don't talk about underwear a lot because we've said before because not men, near enough because men don't really care uh, about underwear until you've worn Tommy John. Now they have women's a women's line now too that's been pretty popular, but but the, Tommy, for the women, yeah, for the women, Tommy John's ultra breathable underwear, and for the women, they have the sports bras and all that too. But they've got a range of summer ready breathable options, and summer is when your underwear really. It, it, it either can do the job or it can't. You I mean, want the word breathable just, in there, Rick. You really do. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're cool cotton <laughs> underwear for men and women. It's like having your own uh, body AC. Uh, it's made from premium natural uh, Pima cotton for an enhanced airflow. It evaporates the sweat super fast, keeping you drier and cooler and, and more comfortable than, than regular cotton, you know. You know, you and I, when we're working out like Herschel does every day, we really need this. So if you'd like to add some chill uh, when the summer heats up, choose Tommy John Cool Cotton Underwear. For a limited time, go to TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba to get 20% off the first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba for 20% off. That's TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba once you've worn these uh, these incredible uh, cotton underwear. You're going to love it. It's the best pair you ever wear, or it's free, guaranteed. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. So we talked about our guest today, and we are excited to welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Herschel Walker. The big dog. Herschel, how you doing? Hello there. How you guys doing? Hey, I beg to differ that men do wear underwear, and during this tough time now, they need, they do need that breathable underwear. <laughs> and stuff. Uh, so uh, when you guys are working out, because I'm looking at you guys and like y'all been working out a lot. You do mm-hmm. need those breathable underwear. Yeah, Herschel, you you look like you just stepped off the field in Athens. You look like you could walk right back on. You're only a couple of years older than than Rick and I. Man, you look in great shape. How are you doing it? Well, I'm doing well. You know, I'm working out every day, even more. You know, with this pandemic going on, uh, I haven't been traveling at all. And you know, I try to tell people. Uh, but, you know, you got to get into a routine. And, you know, my routine has always been working out in the mornings and stuff, and I've just doubled my workout some. So my condition right now is so is, is great. You know, for years, uh, for the 12 years, you may not know this, normally I'm at a military base every three weeks where I'm doing PT, combative, and all that. And now since I'm uh, not doing it as much, it gives me more time to get out and do my own workout. And, and, I, and I feel good. Knock on wood. I feel pretty good. 
So, right, I, like Herschel, like what does your yeah. work? I've got to know uh, what yeah. your morning workout sounds like. I, I want to know the same thing because you know you, when you hear legends, <laughs> mine is with a fork. You know when you're when you're a sports legend like like you you clearly are. People come up with all these. You don't know what to believe or not to believe. I I, I remember hearing well Herschel Walker. He grew up on a farm. He never had access to any weight, so he just did you know core workouts long before that was ever popular. And, and he could do so many sit ups by hanging by his feet at a barn. And yeah, and he, you just, know, he, he tossed he, a Volkswagen he, around. Yeah, you know, you know, he, he picked up cows and he, and he did shoulder to overhead, you know, and, and so I, I don't know what's legend and what's true. So first well, of all, tell us what does Herschel Walker do to stay in great shape? Well, you know, most all that is true, except it wasn't cows, it was calves. It, 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 it was a Chevy. But anyway, you know, no, you know it, it, it's strange because, you know, people uh, always ask me and some of them think that I'm joking. Uh, because they say it's ridiculous, but you know, I didn't. I didn't grow up in a, uh, on a in a family. You know, we we loved each other. You know, in a Christian home, but we didn't have the money to buy weights. My high school was not a school to afford all this big weight program. But my mom and father would always say you can't use excuses in life. You know, today everybody want to use the excuse why they can't do something. And I started doing the push-ups and sit-ups. Today, at my age, which is uh, very young. You know, I'm still doing right now at least uh, 1,500 to 2,000 sit-ups. I'm not push-ups every day, doing about 3,500 to 5,000 sit-ups every day. Uh, you know, I've increased right now on my bike. Herschel, uh, wait a minute. I think our feed cut out. Say that one more you, time. Because I'm hearing thousands, yeah, and, and it I, can't be thousands. Uh, we're just messing no, with you. No, it, <laughs> it is. It, it, it's it's thousands. Uh, it's uh, 1,500 to 2,000 push-ups. And it's anywhere from thirty five hundred to five thousand sit ups, and uh, and you know, and then I, you know, and I do the dips, uh, about five hundred dips or even more sometimes. It's really caught on, but those I don't really count a lot until I get to five hundred, and I may do more because of the afternoon if I have a little bit of free time. And then uh, during the for cardio, you know, I'm doing the duck walk and uh, uh, or and then I'm creating workouts. I don't know if you've seen some of my. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, tweets where I'm walking upstairs on sure. my hands sure. and all those different things. I think you're getting shape running up that staircase behind you there. Yeah. It looks like that's pretty substantial, huh? Well, you know, I do the duck walk up those staircases <laughs> there. You know, one of the things that I tell people is you can work out in your home. Yeah. And people don't realize this. And I, and I tell people this most young moms that have a little baby that starts to walk, if they start following that baby around, doing what that baby's doing, you'll be shocked how much work they get in. People don't realize a young baby that's starting to walk, starting to move around in the home. The mom did a lot of work just doing that. And, and, and I try to tell people, I said, guys, you know, you laugh uh, sometimes when I talk about my old workout. But my old workout is from what people today are giving them fancy names. You know, they, they, they right. talk about CrossFit. And I'm like, guys, I was doing CrossFit before it was popular. You know, you <laughs> see people running with that kite, running with the thing behind them. I'm like, guys, I used to pull the tire doing the same thing. And I'm not saying that, you know, it was just that, you know, I wanted, if I wanted to be an athlete, you try to, you got to pay the price. Nobody want to pay the price to get anything done. You know, they think it's just going to happen and that it doesn't work like that. You know, you have to get out and work. I didn't even know I was going to be an athlete. You know, the reason I started doing it is to make myself feel good from being bullied. You know, uh, and I think God blessed me to get an opportunity to play this game of football and run track and to do all these other things. But, uh, you know, it was not that I set my goal out working out to become an athlete. Well, you, you, you said that you were way ahead of your time on the core is the key. Now, a lot of us, because we, we grew up differently, 
just our play kept our core strong. And then, of course, when you get into the generation of video games and all that, suddenly these these fitness gurus came on the scene saying their their core is too weak. Their core is too weak. Our core was strong just because of the way we played. Well, that's exactly right. You know, that's one thing. You know, and uh, God bless President Trump, who you know he appointed me co-chairman of the President uh, Council on Sports and Fitness Nutrition. But what's funny about it is I told them, and I wish we can get back in school schools today because and i'm working on something to try to get us back in schools today you can't can you believe that herschel walker football player trying to get people back in schools and i may have a solution but anyway that's I'm not promoting myself but let me go to what you're talking about you know i used to tell people about the jungle gym i just got a jungle gym that we used to play on was something that was getting us in shape when you're doing the monkey bars when you're oh. climbing up the rope when you're doing all those things and you know one of the reasons they removed it because they, they said because of insurance and I'm like, wait a minute, insurance. I said, you know, a kid may fall and break an arm. You know, he'll get better. But today, we're one of the most obese countries in the world. And I said, guys, what do you want to deal with? You want to deal with being the one of the most obese countries in the world or breaking an arm? You know, kids get hurt. That's going to happen. But I think they should put that jungle gym back out on the playground, put them in different parts so kids can get out there and play because they're playing, but they don't realize that they're exercising. And that really helped them out a lot. I, it helped me. You know, when I first got to the Cowboys, it was it was very unusual that they had a fitness contest that involved climbing ropes, involved doing dips, involved doing the monkey bars. And uh, and that was very, very difficult. But I think that made athletes better. Yeah, I, I haven't seen people do dips even in – you don't see dips anymore. I remember when we – Well, pl- because they're unpleasant. Well, right? when, yeah, when we played uh, ball in the 80s, if you, you, you had to do dips. I don't even well, see people doing them anymore. Well, you know, people are doing more fancier stuff, but, you know, what's strange about it is, and I tell people this, like, people laugh, but as a Hershey is still around doing the same thing I've already done. And I tell people all the time that, you know, I say that one of the things I keep doing this is I say, you know, people talk about my age, and I don't see age. I say, you know, my problem is I'm thinking of some kid back in some small little town, and he's working out because he's been reading about Herschel Walker. All he's been reading is about Herschel Walker, and he want to compete against that Herschel Walker. So when he shows up, I want to let him know I'll be your hunkerberry because I'm going to be ready. And, <laughs> and that's the way I look at it all the time is I'm going to be ready to compete whenever my name is called. It doesn't matter my age. You know, I got nephews and nieces today that are very, very good athletes. You know, my, my nephew, Mylon, was at Clemson. My son, who has won well, – he's won about six or seven world championships and all that different things. And – and my niece, all of them, they, they're very, very good athletes today. So they always want to compete against their, their uncles and aunts and stuff because they're trying to make a name for themselves. And my thing is, guys, that you have YouTube today. And I don't want you guys putting me on YouTube showing that you can beat me. Because then, <laughs> if you beat me, then everybody in America think that they're supposed to beat me too. So I want them to know, no, that don't happen right now. Problem when I'm about 90, 95, then I may start letting them win a couple but right now i gotta win you got to still competitive and again uh, the kind of workout you're talking about does not require a big investment you got everything you need right there you know we used to call that country strong right where you were just good at doing the things that you normally would do you didn't have to have a lot of equipment but you know the the moving the pushing the lifting the sit-ups i mean that was country strong yeah hey think about chopping wood you know you usually chop wood and now people use the sledgehammer on the tire mm-hmm. and i said guys that's the same movement so yeah. it is it is strange and i love when you said country strong but it 
it just was working out. You didn't realize that you were doing it, but you were doing it. And and that's why I said, guys, you know, what the, the movement that you're doing and hitting the tower with the sledgehammer and uh, and turning the tower over. You know, I, man, I can tell you about some of the uh, playing things we used to do, and that was working out. And I, and I haven't changed that much from that. There's no doubt I've increased it by seeing some of the new technology that they have, the data that I may like, and I may say, I may, yeah, that would be great to do. And, and I've added more to my workout, but I, I, I stay with some of the same thing in the core your stomach is your engine, and you got to remember that. You got to get that engine together. And even though uh, some people they pile it on that core, and I tell people you can pile it on, but I can help you cut it up because uh, <laughs> that core is the engine of the body. You want to keep that core strong because it helps your back. It, it helps a lot of things. Your pops posture, and it uh, the core is very very important. Thank you, Herschel. Now Herschel you, is yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, me yeah, today. He's by talking the way, to this them. is Herschel talking to Bubba. We will uh, we will <laughs> jump into other topics uh, as our interview with Herschel Walker continues on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. So, Gabby uh, is a, is a name you need to remember. And Bubba, you and I have gotten so much feedback from people who've gone to the website gabby dot com slash Rick Bubba, and here's how it works: it doesn't cost you anything. So, uh, you know, right now, Speedy is somewhere listening because we said something about free. But you may not know whether or not you're paying too much from your for your homeowners or your automobile insurance, and there's a way to, to find out. Go to Gabby.com slash Rick Bubba. Take about two minutes. They're going to get some information on your insurance coverage on your automobile and your home. And then, bam, they're going to give you 40 different quotes from all the big names in insurance, Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, Farmers, State Farm, they're all going to come up, about 40 different ones. We, we've had people saying they, that it saved them $1,200, $1,500. Uh, the average is about $825 a year that people are paying too much for the same exact coverage. Now, if you look and see your coverage uh, compared to the others is is the best, then you know you've got to the best and you're being smart with your money. They'll never sell your information, so there'll be no annoying spam or robocalls. Are you paying too much for homeowners and or automobile insurance? There's one way to find out absolutely free. G-A-B-I, Gabby.com slash Rick Bubba. That's Gabby.com slash Rick Bubba. So continuing our conversation uh, with Herschel Walker, so uh, we talked about fitness, uh, which, you know, Rick and Bubba, we're, we're big on fitness. Uh, and we're trying to do better, Herschel. You'd be proud yeah, of proud we of, We're trying to do we're better. Trying. I mean, we just, uh, I mean we, we're doing better. You'd be proud. We've lost some weight. Herschel, we got to find some cartilage somewhere for the knees. Yeah. That's the problem. Our, our, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, our, our, well, that happens. That happens. But remember, you got to wear good shoes as well. Yeah, you know, you're right. Your shoes matter a lot when you're out doing a lot of things because, you know, you want good support and that's what i try to tell people and you know it, it, it age do have age do sit in you know, i, <laughs> I don't want to say it's not going to sit in because that does sit in but that's when you adjust your workout to fit your right. age i think that's what people got to do then is adjust yeah. your workout to fit your age yeah we i knew it was time when i was getting injured sleeping i'm <laughs> yeah. like how, how in the world did that happen i like when i wake up and i'm hurt and i can't remember why i just go i'm hurt i don't yeah. know what i did age, age eventually yeah. gets us all but you can stay young with the stuff you're talking about so herschel we talked about fitness which i know that is a passion of yours and recently uh you you now have been uh, stepping into the political arena and uh it, it shouldn't be but it has been somewhat controversial uh, your story sounds very similar, and, and people may be surprised by this, 
by my parents and, and Bubba, your parents, you know, uh, both of our, our groups of parents at one time, they supported the Democratic Party. Uh, and their quote was when they left the Democratic Party was, I'm not leaving the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left us. Uh, and the party began to to stand up for things that our parents just could not support. But it's a little different when you're when you are, you know, African-American, because as you've been talking about, there's almost this underlying, you know, uh, which is not a truth that if you're African-American and you're not Democrat, then somehow you've betrayed uh, your ethnicity. And uh, and you you have you and others you're I, not I think you're, Joe Biden suggested yeah, that right yeah, yeah. but you're not alone there's been others Condoleezza Rice has made comments I know Larry Elder talks about this and Walter Williams and and, and Ben Carson and and other conservatives uh, but how did this happen with you personally Well it, it wasn't that it happened personally you know I, I sort of educated myself on different things and one of the things I tell people is you got to be a free thinker in the sense that you got to decide for yourself. Just because someone else used to do something doesn't mean you're supposed to do it. You look at a party is what's best and what you think is doing the best for this country. Right. You know, it is hard right now that people won't speak out for the United States of America. We're the greatest country in the world. Do we have our faults? Yes, we do. But when you start talking about the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, you start looking at what they are doing for you and for your not and not just for your race, but for the United States of America. And as I was looking at that, I said, you know, and not that I left the Democratic Party, I still have family members in the Democratic Party. But what has become sad to me is just what you said, because you're an African-American person or uh, and you don't like the Democratic Party. Now people are going to come after you. People are going to call calling your names. People are going to start doing these things to you because they're going to almost force you. And I said, yeah, no one is going to force me because I'm in the United States of America. And, and, and if people really want to get down to the true fights of the Democratic Party, and that's what I want to ask questions sometimes to people, and nobody want to answer that. I said, when you look back at the Democratic Party, you're talking about racism. The Democratic Party was one of the most racist parties of both of them because they were the one that wanted to keep people in slavery. The Republican Party was the one that wanted you out of slavery. But I said, let's not even go that far back. I said, for what does Democratic Party stand for today, it's kind of sad to me. You know, I hear so many people today talking about their peaceful protests. And I said, now, am I colorblind? Am I really colorblind? I don't see peaceful protests. And I said, some of the things they say I don't stand for, and I'm not saying all of them are wrong, but I said, what's great about America is I have a right to choose. And I try to tell everybody, whether you're African-American or what, look at what's best for this country. If our leaders are not doing it, because in the Constitution of the United States, I think it's Article 14, the Democratic Party, when you're taking a oath to office, it says, I will defend the Constitution of the United States, foreign and domestic. We're defending the Constitution of the United States, meaning law and order. Well, right now, it seems like they're now trying to get rid of the law and order that I fight for. And, I, and the Republican Party is not trying to do that. And they won't even take a stance. That's what is upsetting to me. Right now, we have an election year. My thing is, guys, people need to see who you are. Don't come to me like you're a wolf in sheep clothing by saying all these great words. Say, do you want to defend the Democrat? Do you want to defend the police? Or say who you are. Because if you're going to continue to stay in Washington fighting for the United States of America, people need to know who you are. 
Because now don't hide saying, oh, you like this, but yet you have never voted for. You know, I've been upset because I said, guys, do you know, and you guys see this, in the last two weeks, they've had three or four hearings on, they brought the AG in, but they wanted to just do political speeches and make him look bad when they asked him to come in and answer questions. Then they brought the tech people in where they wanted to try to talk about tech. They had no clue. They were talking about the wrong person, the wrong company with the wrong people, so they had that wrong. Then they brought the Dr. Fauci and all them people in to talk about the pandemic to try to make the president look bad that he wasn't doing the right job. And I said, but what's going on in America is this protest and what's going on in America is people out dying. When are they ever going to have a hearing on that and do something about it? This just happened yesterday. You know, in 2016 was the first time Cabin took a knee and they had a hearing, but what did they ever do? So I said, guys, you need to look at that and not be fooled by what people are telling you because it's like, what are you doing for me in office? And that's the reason I get upset. And I said, guys, I'm not saying anything wrong. What really, really, really upset me, I, you know, I don't sleep. And I think you guys know this. I sleep maybe uh, three hours, three and a half hours a night. Well, since this thing has happened, I've been trying to change things in this country through what I can do. I was watching my, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm able to, and I said, people educated Herschel Walker. Then I'm able to go on the internet and I started looking at things. I was looking at people holding up a BLM sign, burning the Holy Bible, burning a United States flag and burning a cross. And I said, no, 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 no. People got to stop. If we are supporting this, it is wrong. And if people don't want to stand up for stuff like that, there is a problem somewhere. And I don't hear anyone in the Democratic Party denouncing doing anything like this. Julia, if you come get the door, I said that is a problem that we have. And that is what I stand up for. Sorry about that. My dog wanna get on camera. But I said that's what, hey, that's what I was saying that I'm standing up for. And people get upset when I do that. I said, guys, I'm not afraid to do that because I was raised from the Bible. My parents taught me law and order. And I said, I am sorry. Herschel Walker today have white people in his family. Herschel Walker today have Asian people in his family. Herschel Walker today have Hispanic people in his family. Herschel Walker today has a son that is mixed. He's uh, he's Italian and he's Spanish and he's black. I even have a Russian girl in my family. And you know what? We're all mutts. We're all mutts and we love every, I love every one of them. So I'm not saying black lives doesn't matter. They do. I'm saying the organization is something Herschel Walker don't stand for because of what they say. And you know, America lies map. And we need to remember that it ain't about you. And I hate to tell people, God didn't put us on this world about ourselves. He put us here to help him and not to put any other ones down and separate people. And that's all I'm saying. The organization of BLM, I'm not, I don't know them, but I looked them up. And what they stood for is not mm-hmm. what I stand for. And I said, guys, you know, in Washington, if you want to get something passed, don't you have to have two groups coming together, the Republican and the Democratic? And I look and I said, wait a minute, they don't support the Democrat. So that means they've alienated themselves against the Republican. So nothing is ever going to get passed. And then I'm not sure now. I'm not sure about this. Hershey's not sure. I said, are they a 501c3? That's one I asked. Are they a 501c3? And I said, I think they are. Well, if you have a 501c3, some of the by- bylaws is that you cannot have political bias. Well, if you're a 501c3, and I see I could be wrong, and I said people need to look at this. If they are a 501c3, 
their political bias is just Democratic. So why is they held to a different standard than anyone else 501c3? And I said, people have to be just. If the law is not good for one, it can't be good for all. So let's get back to the, what this country was built on, law and order. Let's get back on what respect. And do we need equality? Yes, we do. But the way you get it is not by fighting. The way you get it is by communication. And I said, I love to be part of those communication. I think that's what you have to do because everything seems to be divisive today. No one want to talk about it. We're talking to Herschel Walker on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Herschel, you know, you make great points, and we agree with everything you said. You know, I think the thing that's disturbing well, to me, hey, too. One thing, one thing that's great about America, if you don't agree with me, that is wonderful because we can talk about it. Right. Yeah. And we don't need to be angry to each other about it. And I said, that's what's wonderful about America. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I, I feel like no matter what your political persuasion is, we should all be able to agree that you shouldn't be able to burn down a federal courthouse. But we got people in our government now who will not say that on camera. They just will not admit that we shouldn't burn a courthouse down. Look, we love the fact that you can protest, that you have the right to regress, uh, redress the government. But when you start throwing bricks and burning things, it's no longer a protest. It's a right, which is illegal. Well, they said it's peaceful. It's peaceful. Like, what is peaceful about throwing a brick? And I, you know, one thing people got upset about me because it hurts everybody's right to a peaceful protest. And I said, no, during these times, we have that we can put something in, in, in place. And I said, peaceful protest. Let's say a peaceful protest from eight in the morning to five in the afternoon. Yeah. You are <laughs> after night. That means there's going to be problems. So you need to go home and you all get arrested. That's from Dan Zanzel movie. You either want to go home or go to jail <laughs> because I said, it's not peaceful anymore. And I mean, you have people that won't even stand up to say that and say that police officers are the problem, and yet all they're doing is defending the courthouse or we pay taxes. So can I sue those Congress people or those governors or those mayors that saying this is peaceful, that they, these people can do that? Should I sue them? Because if they're going to increase my taxes or I have to pay these taxes, because we're paying taxes to pay for those buildings. So do I have the right to do that? Because why are we paying taxes even today? I'm going to ask you all a question that is kind of interesting. And I say, now, we're not in Washington. We, we expect the people in Washington to defend us. And they can't even vote whether to give that stimulus bill money. Right. Well, are they getting paid? Yes. Because they ain't I missing no paycheck. They ain't never so, missed one. So there's people sitting here that's not getting paid, waiting for the ones that are getting paid to decide whether you're going to get anything. <laughs> I don't even get a stimulus check, but they're getting paid. So what incentive do they have to help you? Nothing. Yeah, they, They're they, not, they're not they're trying to make ends meet. No. And that's why I said, guys, that's why I say, say to people, I said, guys, I'm not, you know, I think we're the greatest country in the world. We've got great leaders. But you have to call it what it is. We need people that's going to go to office and shake it up. Shake it up. I, and, and, not, and not have what I call the grandpa effect. What I mean by the grandpa, grandpa effect is people that have been there forever. Yeah. That's yeah. never going to change. Yeah. The same old thing happened. Yep. You know, we've had, and I said, that may be the problem we have. And I even tell people this, you know, people talk about uh, AOCs and all those, those young women that are doing some of uh, different things than what I will agree with. But I told them, I said, guys, you know what's so funny about that, though? They were voted in by their people. So I would respect them for that. 
I may disagree with their action, but they are changing things. And I said, that's what we need. We don't, we don't, I don't have to agree with them. Yep. We need to put people in that can do the same type of thing they are doing that fighting against them. Not people that's going to cower down to them and just go with whatever they said, but people that's going to fight against that action. That what we that's what we have in the United States of America is we can vote. That's why I said, guys, you know what? I don't agree with going out and destroying anyone's property because that's that's wrong. I don't agree with taking anyone's property. That's stealing. That's against the law. What I agree with is going through this justice system and try to correct it because there are things in it that we need to correct. And one thing is, is you know, one of the worst things that ever happened, like President Trump or not, like him or not, he's the president of the United States. And you got to respect that office. And if anyone should support the United States of America, it should be your president. I don't want him to support Russia or China or some of these other countries. I want him to support the United States of America. So show him the respect, and maybe if they get along with him a little bit, maybe they can see some different things change. Some of the president that I didn't vote for went to office, and I wasn't upset. I respect them as a president, and I would continue to do that. Well, that's what happened at the very beginning of his inauguration. Mm-hmm. Many of the Democratic Party didn't even show up, and that's their choice. But I'm saying if the mom and dad are not doing the right thing at home, how can you expect the kids to do it as well? Yeah, we we Marshall, when are you running? Yeah, right. We need you. Okay, I, well, I, I just tell people I, it, it, it is something that I see, and that's the reason I'm speaking up, and I'm trying to get other people to speak up. Because I said, guys, I'm not – if I'm saying anything wrong, I want somebody to come and help me to understand. You know, help me to understand. And, you know, something – if you got one minute, something that's very serious. You know, you know, with them changing the names out of Washington Redskins, this is very interesting. So they asked – Myself and they had a, I had another friend. I ain't even call her name. Who's white? They were asking us on the show if we think the Redskins should change their name. And I said, now why are you asking a black guy and a white guy if the Washington Redskins should change the name? As you should ask a Native American. Why are you asking me? I don't know. I, you know, it doesn't bother me. So what was strange? I decided to do some research because remember, I went to the University of Georgia because I'm starting to get smarter there. So I uh, decided to do some research. So the first thing I did is I called some of my friends of the Seminoles, you know, the Florida Seminoles. Right. And they said, Herschel, uh, you know, we're okay with the Florida State being called the Seminoles. As a matter of fact, we've talked to them about it and we agreed on some things and we like the name we call the Seminoles. So now I'm flipping over to the Washington Redskins. Well, as before I can do go into my research, I happened to go to Gary Clark, who wrote an article uh, a couple of, I'm not sure if it's like a couple of years ago, because this came up before a little while. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been, been around for a while. Yeah. Well, what was interesting, you remember that article he wrote, and he said what he did is he went to some reservations, and he asked the people on the reservation who you should be asking that question. And he said 95% of them, was okay with the Washington Redskins because the Washington Redskins. The other five percent didn't like them because they were Dallas Cowboy fans. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you asking people that has right. nothing to do with right. something uh, if something should change? And, and and listen to this. I you know I ask people about the reparation, and I'm gonna tell you something that shocked me. You know my mom. My mom was in her eighties. Now, as a guy, when you start talking about whether things should change, go to your mom. Why are you asking an 18-year-old if something is racist? 
They don't even know what it is. I said, well, hey, go, to your, go to your grandparents. Go to them and start asking them. I asked my mom something. My mom, you know, my mom is a, she's a minister. My mom is, my mom and dad, they were some of the greatest people in the world. But my mom said, you know, uh, Bo, my nickname is Bo, so whenever you talk to Bo, Bo ah. know I'm, I'm the original Bo. Ah. Anyway. We're going to tell him that. Yeah. But my mom said, you know, uh, Bo, uh, I don't think anyone should get anything. She said, you know, who are they going to give the money to? She said, I think things are moving along pretty well. She said, you know, it's, it's slowly moving, but it is moving. And she said, uh, have anyone thought about paying the white people that died in the Civil War to free you from slavery? And I said, oh, geez, they're not going to want to talk about that one. No. So I said, when she thought of that, I said, you know, Mom, you're right. Everyone that's coming in talking about their reparations wasn't even around 150 years ago. It wasn't even around 200 years ago to understand what went on. And should that be equality made? Yes, it does. And that's what I've been talking about, guys. To get equality done, you got to get with these companies. You got to get with this government and say, guys, this is the way we do it. We talk about getting equality done, but not just for African America. It's for a lot of different things. We need, yes, I agree. We got to get into the inner city. We got to get better schools to uh, these inner cities. We need to get better schools there. I agree. I totally agree. I agree. Everything happened to George Ford was terrible. Yep. I agree, but I still love the United States of America. Well, on that note, and, and you probably know the question then, I'm sure you've already been asked this. So you know, we, we talk about going to older people because of their wisdom. And I was once told by one of the first guys that I ever worked for that, you know, because I could be a little bombastic when I was young and, and, no, full, Rick, not you. and full of all kinds of, of vinegar and other things. And, uh, <laughs> and he said, you need to learn not to offend the alligator till you get across the river. And uh, and I thought there was a lot of wisdom in that. He said, if you want people to listen to you, and you're making this point, Herschel, and this goes now to the kneeling for the national anthem. You you played professional football. You 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 with the the USFL and then the NFL. So you were in this position. You were there. You've you've experienced it. And and I, I agree that bigotry and racism still exist. Sadly, and and you know those of us who have a biblical worldview like you. Until Christ comes and redeems this place, evil is always going to be here to some extent. He's the only one that's going to. And he also is where we find equality at the foot of the cross. All of us of every ethnicity, one race of people, an equal need of redemption and supposed to be in one church. And we haven't done very good with that either. But if you want people to listen to what is being said and to follow the narrative, you certainly don't want to be offensive for no reason sometimes you have to be offensive even as followers of jesus if somebody wants you to compromise christ it may offend them that we won't do it but that's a biblical mandate but you shouldn't offend people unnecessarily if you want them to hear you if you were in the nfl would you try to go over to colin kaepernick and the others and say guys we can talk about the things that need to be addressed with you know, pre, uh, police brutality, that the answer is not to get rid of police. It's to deal with the individuals like the Derek Chauvin's of the world. And we can talk about the ongoing struggle of equality, you know, with minorities in this country, including, you know, African-Americans. But if we go out there and kneel for this national anthem, we're going to cause unnecessary uh, offense uh, for, uh, with people that we want to hear the message. Would, would you kneel or not kneel? Oh, no, I, I would not kneel. I would not kneel because I said this is the United States of America, and you're right in the sense that I said, guys, we have to communicate, and that's all I, I was telling everyone, guys, we have to communicate. 
you know, just kneeling is making what statement and saying what. And I understand, I understand this. They said police brutality. And you're right, but 99% of the cops are very, very good people. They're not bad. And, you know, do, and they will even say, you know what, we probably need to update our training. Yeah. You know, so finally, yeah. this is what's sure. so interesting. When you want to win the Super Bowl, you go out and you buy better players to win the Super Bowl. When you want to win the NBA title, you go out and buy better players to win the NBA title. If you want better teachers, you got to put more money in teaching, get better teachers to teach. Now, where you get that, let's take money away from the police, you're going to get better police. Right. I'm not sure whoever thought of that scenario. And I'm saying, guys, I'm not saying that you, I'm not kneeling because, first of all, I'm not kneeling because I'm a Christian. You know, I, I think, and then, and then my thing that, that, and after I saw the thing with the burning of the Bible, the, yeah, yeah. the flag and the cross, the Herschel Walker never needed because that's not who I am. And I do feel that if you're in a car and someone robs a bank, you're just as guilty. And that's why I told people, I said, guys, during these BLM peaceful protesters, you may have some that's throwing a brick. Well, why are those peaceful protesters not getting him out Getting him to the police because they know they want to be peaceful. And if they go right along with him throwing a brick, I don't care if you have a thousand peaceful one and one bad one, those 999 of them need to get that him or whoever it hurt out of that peaceful protest. That's the way I look at it. And I said, guys, so it's not peaceful if someone's throwing a brick, throwing a fireball, out doing something that's destructive to what you're supposed to be doing. And, I, and that's all I'm saying. I said, because we are in the United States of America. And the thing is, what's great about it, and people got upset when I tweeted this. I said, guys, if you don't like the United States, you can leave. Because this country gives you the right. They don't hold you. They give you those freedoms that you can get up and you can leave. We're not like these other countries that got to keep you here and give and punish you to to say something bad, you have the right to say what you want to say. And I would, I would like, I'm not going to bother you, but I want to sit down with you and figure out why you said it and understand why you feel like that. I said, because I, I want to I wanna know why you feel like that. And I understand, oh, you said equality. And yes, yes, you do. But how do we get there? You don't get there by alienating against someone else. You get there by coming together, not divisive, not fighting. We already fought that war. Remember, it was called the Civil War. We already fought that. Why are we not able to sit down with each other and break bread with each other and talk to each other? And I said, that's what we want to do. But I, I would, I'm going to go back to something. It starts out with the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Because it seems today they won't even sit down to discuss anything. No. Everyone has their agenda where they want to put their agenda out there. They don't care what anyone says. And it's like, guys, it's not about you when you go to that office. It's about the United States of America. What is best for the United States of America? And you got to be honest. If you're not going to be honest, why are you there in office? If you see something, make sure it is the truth. And what's sad about today, you can't even look at the news without getting people opinion and not the news. That's right. Today, everyone want to give their opinion not the true news. Yeah. So they slant how you look at it. And I said, think of the people that, that, that in these little uh, country towns, like in my little town, Wrightsville. They, you know, they, they can't go to work, so they're outside working around the house. They're doing things around the house. So the only chance they get to come in is late at night, they get to come in and sit down, and they want to catch up with what's going on in the world. 
they turn the TV on and they're looking at some channel, I'm not going to give anyone any publicity, but they turn the TV on and all of a sudden they're getting someone's opinion that they're thinking is true. But that's someone's opinion. It's not the truth of what's really going on. Peaceful protesters, well, they have graffiti all over the, the, uh, the uh, courthouse. They're trying to saw down a fence. They're doing that like, wait a minute, peaceful protest. <laughs> but they don't see that. Let's not show them that. No. We just want to show a police that's arresting someone, but they didn't show that police the arrest that person that just threw that brick. They don't show that. They just show it the other way. And I said, guys, that's sad. Herschel, let me ask you this, changing gears just a little bit. Uh, Donald Trump has been a polarizing president in a lot of ways, and you've known him for a long time. Uh, you used to work for him. W- what are your thoughts on Donald Trump? Well, you know what's interesting is uh, President Trump, Donald, is uh, he's an interesting man. Uh, you know, he tweets. He tweets a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff. He tweets a lot of stuff. But I tell people, don't go by what he tweets. Go by what he does. And people need to realize that. What do this president of the United States do? Well, people haven't given him the credit. Let's, and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to start. I want people, to, and I tell people, don't listen to Herschel Walker. But I like President Trump. I've known him for a long time. I know he's not a racist. Little Vonk and little Donald, you know, with me and my ex-wife, and he and he didn't have nobody there to protect them. He there with a black guy, so I they they hung out. They were with me most of the time, so they hung out with me. So I don't think he's a racist. Every every and they, do people even know Donald Trump was one of the first people to let African American and and uh, uh, Hispanic and people in his country club in, in South Florida. And that was not even called for. He did that in South Florida, but he's a racist. But but let's go besides that. Let's go with what this man is doing in Washington alone. Meaning he had to fight the Democratic Party every step of the way. When he first got in, remember the Republican Party wasn't really sure of him. But I said, the guy is making a difference. He is changing things. And I said, guys, you know, his three years he's been in office has been one of the most toughest three years of any president. Yeah. But he's done some amazing things since he's been here. And I just said, can you give him? And I'm hoping he can get four more years. And some of these people come to their senses and say, guys, let's give him a chance and see what he does. Because give him a chance to see what he does. The guy's doing some amazing things. And I don't even need to go down the list, but give him credit where credit is due because he's not getting it from the news media, so he's got to tweet. he got to tweet these crazy things out and stuff because that's the way you get people attention. Otherwise, what, I mean, he got 10 million followers. Hey, maybe I need to start tweeting crazy things out to get that many followers or something. <laughs> well, Herschel, we, we, we thank you for taking time to be with us. I know you're in high demand. you got a lot going on. And um, thank you for, uh, for standing up and trying to get our country back to just civil uh, ability to sit down and even agree to disagree. We've lost that. We're, we're now we just scream and yell and we don't listen and we don't talk and we don't communicate and we can't, you know, we can't roll out a narrative uh, and then have a, have someone say, well, let me tell you where I disagree. And I hope and pray we can get back to that because as you stated at the beginning, uh, that is what makes this country great is the ability for people to be free and be responsible with their freedom. And there's only one good old U.S. of A. Yep, there's only yeah. one. You you, yeah. te- you tear this down, the question is where do we go? Mm-hmm. And I think some yeah. of the young people don't understand that. 
Well, Rick and Bob, I want to just thank you guys because you, you brought me on, you asked me questions, and I talked almost the whole time and stuff. And you know, and that that tells you that you're doing the right thing by communicating. But you know, I owe you guys to come back on the show and let y'all ask me questions so I can have some rather than me talking. No, we like to we like to hear you talk. Well, the reason why we do this yeah. podcast, people get to hear us for four hours a day, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, when we have guests, they'd rather hear the guests talk, not us. Well, thank you guys for bringing me on, and uh, y'all keep doing what you do. And thank come you. see us when you get back out again. Yeah, you get out. Back we'll do some sit ups together. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm, I, I'm ready. <laughs> hey, I told y'all, no matter how much you pile it on, I help you cut it up. Thank you. I looked at my workout today, and I thought doing thirty sit ups was big, and I've just torn it up and threw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Herschel Walker, thank you for being on this edition of Rick. Hey, hey, and- you know what's funny tonight? Let me hear the alligator phrase again because I like it and I want to use it. Uh, it look, yeah, yeah, I was told uh, don't offend the alligator till you get across the river all right hey i'm gonna use that and i'm gonna pretend it's my saying so if you're okay with it that's yeah, right i like that i, I heard I like that. yeah i heard it from malcolm street too yeah. uh, who was one of my first bosses so and i think it, he quoted somebody yeah, else it, 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 it's out there you can use it yeah. thanks herschel all right man thank you now thank you herschel walker our guest this week on rick and bubba university the podcast